Hey and welcome back to my podcast No Bullshit with Joe. Uh, I'm really excited to have you here today and this is something that I'm massively passionate and excited about. So I've been writing um, since I was about 16, something along those lines, on and off since I was about 16. I'm now 34 and I've published one, two, three, four books. Um, I'm working on a fifth um, and I've got a sixth in the pipeline. But what I want to talk to you guys about today is just a few hints and tips and a few things that I personally do that help my writing experience um, and make it a little bit easier for me. So for me personally, instead of trying to invent a character from completely or utterly scratch, um, I normally use a character. So let's say you've got your main whip or your main character of your book and you're writing a horror story and you've got your main character. And you want this person to be the main character all the way through the story. So you choose this person. Normally what I do is I base the person, like the basics of the person, off a real person. So in my book, No Return, um, I based my main character off someone who I used to work with. And I use this person's main characteristics because this person is quite a strong individual. I use this person's main characteristics and then I built up on them. So when I was building my character profile, basically what it did is it gave me a base to work from and it gave me a mental image of that person in my head. And then all I had to do was change their hairstyle or maybe change the way they look um, for it to work fully within my characteristics of the person. And if I did need to add or take away things, it wasn't such a massive thing to remember. So for me personally, writing and writing about someone that you know um, is amazing because it really helps with building that character profile and it really helps with being authentic and not having any um, hmm, not having any dis discontinuities. So you want a continuous, you want the main character to be the main character all the way through, but you want them to be, um, you want that individual to be, you know, if she's got red hair at the beginning and there's no way, nowhere in the story that you've said she's dyed it or you said she's cut it or you said she's done what's it. You don't want her to have green hair halfway through the story. So you want that continuation. You also want that continuation of the person's personality. And if you know that person, that person personally and you've known them for a long time, then it's so easy to write about someone that you actually know. Um, also, a really good piece of advice that I've used myself and only because I've used it myself is that if you hate someone in real life or you really don't like them, use them as the villain. Some of the most dickhead people that you don't like are brilliant villains. They're absolutely fantastic because you can use that person and you have that emotion there. The emotion's already there. So you don't need to create that emotion. It's there. So when you're actually writing about how much you hate the person or you're trying to kill them off or whatever it is you're trying to do, them, do to them, or or when they're doing something nasty, how it makes you feel. The emotion's there. That emotion is already there and it's already raw. So you can really pour your blood, heart and soul into writing what it is that you want them to write. Um, also, exactly the same goes for places. Like, if you're talking about places, I use real places all the time that I've personally visited and experienced. So, you know, let's say you have got a house set up. I use, or have used, in truth be told again, I used one of the houses that I used to live at as that setup so that I could memorise it. You know, that house that I used to live at, it has bad and good memories for me, but 
I memorized it. I know the set out in my head. So when I'm writing, it's a continuation throughout the story of where the stairway is, where the bedrooms is, or, or are, shall I say, where the doorway is, where it's located. Is the window to the right? Is it to the left? Is the window one that opens and shuts on a vertical? Or is it one that opens and shuts out, outwards and inwards? Has it got blue... Um, blue frame or a brown frame, a white frame or a green frame, you keep that continuity because you're keeping something that is real, tangible in this world that you've experienced yourself that you can then write and build upon. Um, so that was my writing tips for you guys is literally write what you know as well. You know, I don't know much about, I don't know. I don't know much about aliens. I don't really have a lot of interest in aliens, so I'm not going to start writing an alien sci-fi. I do know about adoption because I am adopted. I do know about foster because I've been fostered. I do know about abuse because I grew up in an abusive in abusive household in my very, very early years. And then I grew up in a psychologically abusive household in my older years. So again, I incorporate that into my stories because that is something that I know. I mean, obviously, you know, when people say write about what you know, I'm not going to go and commit a murder to then write about murder. I can imagine that. There's certain things that I'm going to have to imagine, you know, I don't, and the example about aliens. Yes, I don't know about aliens, but it's not just writing about what you know, but it's also writing about what you're interested in. If I'm not interested in aliens, so I'm not going to write about aliens. Um, I'm interested in horror, gore, fear factor, all that sort of stuff. So I write about that sort of stuff. I also have, other interests, and I'm working on other books at the moment. So I write about that sort of stuff. You know, if you're knowledgeable as well, if you're knowledgeable in a subject such as, I don't know, sex lives or um, how to rob a bank, not su suggesting anyone does that, that's a terrible idea, um, and that was an absolutely terrible example, or, you know, how to crochet, then that is something else that you could blog about, write about, you know, just... Use If you use tangible objects, it will help. If you use things that make your emotions stir, it will help with your writing journey. Um, but what I do want to say as well is don't write your first book and think it's going to make you millions because I did that and it doesn't. Um, I'm four or five books in. I barely make, I think I make about three or four quid a month, if that at the moment. Um, but I'm still writing because it's something I'm passionate about and something that I enjoy. Um, don't, as well... Another piece of advice, don't ever let anyone say that you can't be a writer. Don't ever listen to anyone who says that you shouldn't be writing. If it's something you enjoy, fuck it and do it anyway. Um, but yeah, they're just some sort of very random pieces of advice that I wanted to throw out there for you guys. Um, I do try and structure my podcasts in a certain way. But like my therapist says, I am a very um, sporadic person in the sense of Instead of being like on a roller coaster and going up and down, I'm more like on a roundabout where I just spit out in different places and areas. So if you do find my podcasts are a little bit, um, you know, piece of information there, piece of information here, that's unfortunately who I am. Um, so I do apologise about that, but hey-ho. So yeah, basically, tangible products, tangible people, tangible events, tangible emotions that you can feel yourself, which will make you be able to write a hell of a lot better. Um... And that is it. Just pick up the pen and write or pick up your laptop or your computer or whatever it is you decide to do and write and go for it. Don't think it's going to happen overnight. It doesn't. 
Um, but if you do that consistently on a regular basis, maybe one or two pages a day or a week or whatever, whenever you get a chance, the book will come together. And before you know it, you will have a tangible project that you can either send to traditional publishers or you can self-publish. I self-publish all my work because A, it's a lot easier for me. B, um, I enjoy being an indie author and doing my own work myself. And that is basically it. So... Yeah, this is my podcast on this situation. Maybe I need to reshoot this podcast. Maybe I don't. If you're listening to it, I've decided not to reshoot it.